ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. It's sport time with Warwick Hadfield. <laughs> Warwick, good morning. Good morning, Sally. In Olympic news, equestrian champion Shane Rose, he has been cleared to compete <laughs> at the Paris Games. His Wikipedia page, I'm sure, has been updated, Warwick. <laughs> look, look, after he took part in a picnic day wearing a mankini, what well, should have been just a bit of fun, an eventing non-event, you might say, but a few, well, backside covering types turned into something else, suspending the Olympic medalists, even reporting him to the Australian Sports Commission. All apparently because someone, and you reckon someone who's ducking for cover right now, expressed concerned at Rose's bare-faced cheek. Uh, my equestrian contacts told me yesterday there is a, in the sport, a rump of people with an overinflated view of their own importance. And of course, ever since, and probably even before, Dawn Fraser wore the wrong swimsuit in Tokyo in 1964, there have been pompous, overindulged administrators in a few Olympic sports. Anyway, equestrian officials quickly realised they'd turned themselves and their sport into a horse's derriere. The matter even being laughed at in the New York Times. And so after a faux review, as distinct from rear view, uh, Rose has been cleared to continue his pursuit of more Olympic medals and generally promoting his sport. He has been inundated uh, with words of support too, including from a cheeky sponsor of last weekend's event who's promised $100 to anyone who turns up at next year's event wearing a mankini, Sally. Uh, excellent. Uh, Warwick, in surfing, three Australians are through to the quarterfinals of the pro tournament at the beautiful Sunset Beach in Hawaii. Yeah, Jack Robinson, Liam O'Brien and Ryan Callaghan are the trio to compete in the quarterfinals when competition resumes, which was going to be now in another 23 hours. They just checked the conditions at Sunset Beach in the last little while and they just didn't measure up. Uh, not in the quarterfinals, though. Ethan Ewing, even though he beat Kelly Slater early in the tournament and went into this event as Australia's top-ranked male surfer, he could not find the right wave in his round of 16 heat against O'Brien, who did, and he now competes against another Australian, Callaghan, while Robinson's opponent is the Brazilian Italo Ferreira. And finally, uh, to the pool in swimming, a golden finish for the Australians at the World Championships in Doha, Warwick. Yeah, look, it all augurs well for the Paris Olympics for the Dolphins, even though the 50 metres backstroke in which Isaac Cooper won his gold medal isn't part of the Olympics. He says swimming in Doha has boosted his confidence for the freestyle version of the 50 metres and the 100 metres backstroke and also full of confidence, you'd reckon, even allowing for the absence of the Americans, the Australian women's individual medley foursome of Shana Jack, Yana Anderson, Abby Harkin and Brianna Throssell, who won the gold medal in the last event of the tournament in which Australia produced two world champions and three gold medals, Sally. In cricket, it is a rags-to-riches story of Spencer Johnson. It's continuing after he was added to the Australian T20 squad playing against New Zealand. Some good news. Yeah, it is. Look, Sally, he didn't quite have the backside out of his creams, but being a landscape gardener in Adelaide is a long way from the new landscape over which he now looks from his 1.93 metres, winning the big Balderdash final playing for his country and, of course, reaping in the rubies and other assorted riches from the IPL, all of which has happened to this left arm quick since uh, December the 18th. Johnson was in tears after Brisbane won the big baller dash. That was one of his last chances to, at the age of 28 to get somewhere in cricket. And then he was signed to play for the Gujarat Titans for $1.78 million and, of course, yesterday called into the Australian T20 squad as a replacement for the injured Marcus Stoinis. Now, the first game of this Hit and Giggle series is in Wellington tomorrow and it's now going to be part of the Chapel Hadley competition along with the, the one-day games and for those who come in late. This trophy is named after the three Chapel brothers who played for Australia against New Zealand, too infamously, of course, Trevor and Greg, along with their big brother Ian. While the Hadley bit covers Richard Dale and Barry and their father, 
Sir Walter. But uh, it must be said, brotherly love ends there with David Warner stirring things up a bit yesterday, reminding folk that he was once uh, he once called New Zealand crowds pretty vulgar and he does not expect some spectators to be any different this time around. Ever since a toilet seat was allegedly, mythically, thrown onto the ground uh, while the Australian side was touring New Zealand, it's been like that whenever these two countries have met over there, Sally. And in basketball, uh, another Lauren is in the news this morning, <laughs> uh, the Sydney Flames' Lauren Nicholson. Yeah, Lauren Nicholson is one of five nominees for this year's WNBL MVP awards, uh, rewarded for her uh, highly inflammable season. The other nominees are Adelaide's Isabel Borlase, uh, Melbourne's Jordan Canada, Canberra's Jade Melbourne and Townsville's Sammy Whitcomb, the winner to be announced next Sunday. Now, the men's MVP was confirmed last night. All season, it's been going to be Bryce Cotton and accordingly he collected the Andrew Gaze Trophy for a fourth time last night, Sally. And finally, in the AFL, North Melbourne's uh, Taryn Thomas is set to miss most of the 2024 season. Yeah, look, the AFL will soon reveal the results of investigations into a number of incidents involving Thomas, including a court appearance on charges of inappropriate behaviour, threatening to publish intimate videos of a former partner. According to one report, still not confirmed, the AFL commissioners have agreed to an 18 week suspension, which means Thomas can only resume playing for North uh, late in the season. And uh, there's a caveat there. If at all, the club is not commenting on whether a suspension of that length ends his time at Arden Street, Sally. And some good news, Warwick. Were you watching Australian Story last night with the wonderful Matilda? Katrina Gorry was profiled uh, last night. Very popular figure. Uh, fantastic to get behind the scenes with the Matildas and quite a story for her in her uh, career in football as well, women's football. Well, every story among the Matildas is, is <laughs> fabulous. Uh, but look... Um, Katrina's overcome a lot of injuries and a lot of setbacks to, to get back to the Matildas and it's, it's just fabulous to see and it was fabulous to watch that last night and of course uh, it was Uzbekistan and uh, the Olympic Games uh, beckons. Fantastic work. Thank you so much. Good on you.